Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, special episode. This one's special. It's number 260 for you math geeks. That's 52 times five. So made it a year. That's been uh, a fun year, more fun than I thought it would be. That's a good thing. So I'm going to keep going uh, all the way to a thousand. And this is 260. So I got a long way to go. But with your help, I will get there. This is a recap episode. That's kind of fun for me. I hope it's fun for you, whether you've listened to them all or not. You will hopefully get a quick tidbit or shout out for each of these respective last 20 or so episodes. But first, thanks sponsors, uh, charter sponsors, Tops Panini Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Hugging the Scott Auctions, uh, Burbank Sports Cards with Rob Veras. That's going to be the first episode I talk about. And uh, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Beckett Media, Beckett Grade and Beckett Authentication and ComC.com. Yes, 239 to 258 is what I cover here. 239 was the Father's Day appreciation episode. I've really enjoyed that. I've, I mainly know Rob, but I, I also know Ryan and Stephen I'd met over the years who just an amazing family. You can see that they're all committed to excellence. My problem is that was so much fun. It was so good. I'm not sure what I'm going to do for an encore next year, but if you, again, it's just, I, I hate to say, I, I want all these episodes to be must listens, but if you uh, want to know what's going on or how Burbank did not uh, get to be a Colossus by accident. So they've had uh, three generations of excellence. 240, well, 239A and B were the, the weekend episodes, just the the uh, Upper Deck, the OPG, and SB Authentic hockey boxes that opened. And, uh, you know, I just like to compare and contrast and, and try to go back to being a kid when I'm opening up packs and be excited about what I get and uh, what I do with the cards. Well, I mean, I'm still a collector. So if it's uh, Dallas Stars or or uh, some local interest or a player that I collect, I set them aside, perhaps going on my wall. And then I'll send a few cards to ComC just to see what they actually sell for, especially if they're uh, unusual in some way, just to keep a handle on pricing. And the rest of them go to Rich Klein. So he and he doles them out for his for his uh, semi-annual show. 239C was the outtakes for the Varus episode. And, uh, you know, I just kind of keep the recorder going when I uh, start the before I start the episode, we have a little preamble and then a little postlude afterwards. And uh, sometimes the uh, what's covered there is is worth passing on to you as well. So thanks to the uh, Varus family for being good sports. Two forty uh, recap. Don't recap the recaps. Two forty one uh, origin story for Derek Ficken. Before there were fat packs, there was Derek, and before Derek, there was Greg Camardi. But one thing that I just want to say, because I'm always proud of guys, you know, that that uh, used to be on my team, and you know, when I hear Derek talk talking about being hired by Mr. Dan Hitt. It's it's a, a, a measure of respect that I also have for Dan. I call him Dan, but he's younger than me. And, and Mr., it was just said very respectfully. And, you know, people should realize that what you're called uh, to your face is not always what you're called when you're not uh, in front of somebody. And, and, and Dan wasn't there, but again, just said uh, very respectfully that Dan was a, a, a real uh, strength in our company for, for more than a couple decades. And Derek was recognizing that. I like that. 242 was the origin story for Chris McGill, very sharp guy, House of Jordans. I had done Ladies First with Christina, and so it was only fair that I give Chris some time and actually gave Chris a lot more time than I gave Christina. On the other hand, we had some things in common in terms of analytics and and just talking about Michael Jordan and several episodes in this group or, or with Chris. All of them were fun. I did mention one thing that I want to make sure I cover here. In one of those episodes, whether it was in one of the outtakes of the episodes, I mentioned, I think I mentioned like Black Friday, which in, in October 17th, but actually it was October 19th and it was Black Monday. That was back in 87. There's been a whole bunch of Black Friday since then, including recently. But uh, that's just to set the record straight. Uh, 243, dueling questions with Rich. Uh, Rich obviously wanted a second helping. He 
I'm afraid this is going to be like a heavyweight prize fight that we're going to go to 15 rounds of dueling questions. But with Rich, uh, he will not run out of interesting questions, and I'm not sure I will either. So, again, it's no holds barred. And uh, I, like I said, I don't know who won round one or round two, but you'll have to listen to find out. And if you've got questions, uh, send them in. And whether or not I do it with Rich or with somebody else, always trying to be responsive to things that uh, you all find interesting. 244 was the 57 Tops episode with John Clemens. Great set. Great guy. Really enjoyed enjoyed visiting. With, with John a couple episodes in this group. Um, oh, I forgot to say, with Rich, I actually misspoke. Rich asked me a question. I don't know if it's in this dueling question to the first one, but he asked me about the Charles Barkley Phoenix cover situation, and I, I actually misinterpreted his question. What what happened was Charles Barkley was on the cover when he, when he moved to the Suns, and that was big news, and we were putting him on the cover, and Rich was wondering why I didn't tell all the Phoenix dealers, all our card shops there, that that Charles Barkley was going to be on the cover so they could quick order a whole bunch more. And so that's really what that was about, not about holding him back for a future issue. So sorry, Rich, I, I wasn't listening. I jumped the gun. But that was, you know, in the, in the sense of what we were trying to do with our magazines is not to uh, maximize distribution in a way that was artificial. So the excitement of the Phoenix Steelers to get that cover and to sell out, that was better for us than to have a, a big stack there that uh, maybe sold, maybe didn't. Again, just a philosophical thing. 244 A and B were both Chris McGill outtakes. Those are actually excerpts from his show. I highly recommend you listen to uh, conversations with Chris within his House of Jordans. But when there's a little small segment there that's applicable, uh, that's non-duplicative to things that I've talked about here, I want to make sure uh, my listeners, uh, even if you get a double dose of it, that's fine. But people really enjoyed uh, the the back and forth that uh, Chris and I had. And a lot of that came from his questions to me as opposed to my podcast where I'm asking questions to him. Let's see. Well, it, the... The BGS subgrades, again, I think if you're grading cards with any company, that 244B, you should, you should, you should give that uh, a listen. He, uh, Chris brings out some things. I'm trying to clarify things, but we had a good give and take. Uh, 245 and 246, I'll deal with them together. Dueling questions with Grant and then with Dan. It would have been, if we'd have had them both in the same room at the same time, it'd be like being back in the early nineties when those were key price guide guys who, who really had a great, uh, uh, handle on the pulse of the, of the industry. They're different personality types and doing them back to back was fun for me, fun for them. And I hope they listen to each other's and enjoy that again, when, when our company was hitting on all cylinders, those guys were, were, were in the thick of it and, and lead, leading the, leading the pack. 247 was another opportunity for me to spend a little time with Jordan Hagedorn. Very enthusiastic, the, the youthful enthusiasm. And it's absolutely reflected in his podcast, which is for the hobby. Another one that I would recommend. In fact, I'm telling Jordan, increase your frequency. He's, he puts a lot of work into it, but he's not coming up except every month or two. And I'd love to see more because he, he, he jumps in with gusto. 248 was the origin story of Scott Greenberg, uh, one of the co-founders of Starstock, which is coming on. Again, Starstock is like any entrepreneurial effort that comes into a, an established hobby. They got to either be cheaper or better or do something that others don't do. And they're really trying to do all three. And I wish him well. 249. Media professional collecting etiquette with John Clemens. That's the the dilemma of having access to these uh, star players and uh, and future star players that John had, and how to be polite, but how to still be a collector. So we we got into that a little bit. Two forty nine A. Uh, and B, again, were both uh, outtakes for Chris McGill. I wanted to space them out a little bit, but he got into some questions on price guide methodology for 249B, which, which again, we don't try to make full disclosure is not full disclosure because that there's still a competitive situation there, but there's some things that I could share that would enlighten him and others. And, uh, and he had some good comments too. 
And uh, let's see, 250 was the Michael Jordan. That was one of the main things I wanted to get with Chris on. And we, we'll, we'll just have to come back to it. There's no way we, we dealt with the, uh, who is arguably the, the goat for basketball. We will, uh, I'll do another Michael Jordan. That's for sure. 251 was Richie Ashburn and Earl Averill. They were great players that uh, hopefully for those of you who like vintage or curious about vintage, Rich and I batted that around and had fun with that. 251A was uh, again, the, the final outtake with Chris McGill, where he asked me some questions about Panini. Uh, I will have Panini on in this next group and they will answer some of those questions. I'm sure better than I did, but uh, that was fun. 252 was another episode with the Derek Ficken kind of talking about his Beckett media journey. And the thing I would point out there, again, you can listen to it. Derek is very well spoken. But I, when I was running things, I really put a premium on uh, versatility, people that could do more than one thing. And, and Derek really, really fits that in the, with, the, with, the new, with the new owners. So I'm glad, glad he's there. 253, then and now with, on advertising with Todd Westover, one of our key advertising sales guys. And again, I think you can just listen to it. I encourage you to do that, but it's just hard to explain how when I was trying to hire people and Todd said yes, because he got it, but nine out of 10 advertising people did not want one hand tied behind their back in terms of a big long list of people that they couldn't sell ads to. They wanted a open field and a blue ocean. Uh, 254, the, the photo bombing, I just called it photo bombing, but it's just cards with celebrities and other stars in the background. This is Rich Klein at his finest. I mean, I am, I'm actually really pretty good at this stuff. But then Rich just leaves me in the dust. He's got, I mean, I'm remembering most of the key situations over the years, but Rich has just taken it to another level. So thank you, Rich, for sharing your your gift with with me and, and the rest of the listeners. 254A with Scott Greenberg's outtakes, as usual, when I'm doing a formal interview. And then we just hung out a little bit and there was some good stuff in there that I wanted to share. 254B, investment fallacies, positive cash flow. I've heard that in other podcasts, as usual. Uh, my take on it is that it's 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 not as uh, clear. Uh, it can be right or wrong depending on your situation, your personal situation, your family situation. And so I got at some of those things. Again, just a short weekend episode. Hope you found that helpful if that comes up in your family conversation. 255 was the Grail or Grails episode. I planned that for a little while because I think I keep hearing about Grails over the last few years. And it means, it may mean different things to different people, but apparently, but it means to anybody, it means something that's like a quest. And that's really due to the popular culture. As I said, three movies where central to the plot is the, the search for the Holy Grail. So again, I'm wondering how there can be multiple grails for people, but just go with it. It's, it's the exciting thing is to have a hobby where, where the achievements are considered Holy Grails. So we've, we've made the big time. 256 was football cards from in the 60s with the Dan hit. Again, I, again, I just like with Rich. I mean, I'm really good. I mean, I spent a lot of time with football, but I spent a lot of time with the other sports too. Grant was main, I mean, Dan was mainly football. And so his abilities and contributions are, are, should be duly noted. And we had a lot of fun going back and forth and sharing our uh, stories and knowledge from that, that time in, in a football card history. 257 was uh, 84 Fleer, Fleer update. Uh, again, Rich and I have done an episode on 84 Donruss and a lot of people listen to it. So I, again, I'm just wondering, you know, when I look at the listener statistics and I don't publish those, but some episodes are listened to more than others. And just because something is listened to less doesn't mean I'm not going to do it. Some of the tribute episodes, disappointingly, are listened to less. Maybe it's because they didn't know the person, but uh, I can assure you anybody I do a tribute of is, is worth the uh, worth uh, listening and, 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 and wishing that you did know them. And then finally, 258, I'm trying to take a negative sounding episode and put a positive tone on it. I think Drew Herndon was very helpful in uh, 
tell, uh, talking about sports card scammers exposed. And uh, that's a, a necessary service. And hopefully it's, it's preventive maintenance for the, for, for this industry. Again, with a hobby, maybe you don't need it. With an industry, you need it. So you need to have some way to report and do it in a way that's uh, ethical and fair and not, not, you know, doing anything to people before there's due process. Let's see. One other thing I was going to bring up, and I don't know if it came up in this. It may have come up in the previous group and I forgot to do it, but you know, I keep getting asked. I don't know if it came up in the BGS subgrades with Chris McGill, but I've had a couple of episodes that have dealt with BGS and its origins and people seem to like that. And I think I shortchanged Mark Harwell in one, in one of the episodes and I was listing the key people that, that were really driving that. Mark uh, really spent a lot of time on trying to work with uh, the designers of this lab and make sure that we had a state of the art slab. As I said, he was more of a coin guy than a card guy. But he really understood that uh, he understood quality and wanting for us to be, again, like I said, not to be as good, but to be better. And uh, PSA had set a, um, a high bar, but we were undaunted. Mark was certainly undaunted. So, again, another shout out to Mark to give credit where credit is due in terms of uh, BGS, which has been has been great. So, anyway, thanks for another, well, that's a year. 260 is a year. Uh, thank you, listeners. Wouldn't be doing it if I had no listeners. But if I had l- less or more, I'm, I'm going to do the same stuff. But if you have comments or questions or suggestions, Dr. James Beckett at gmail.com. Send them to me or uh, if you see me to show or see rich or whatever, you know, I am, we, we aim to please and we're going to be around a long time. So thank you everybody. See you next year. Bye-bye. The man-